0: Hey folks, Jim Thomas here, fitness management and consulting, and I appreciate you being here at the channel today. And for those of you that are not yet done so, you know, please hit that subscribe button. And if you find the information that I provide beneficial, please hit that like button as well. And then also for you folks that that have comments, you know, we want to hear from you. Uh, you can uh, use the comment section below for any of that. You can also uh, use the email address in the description below. You can also uh, hit me up on Twitter at gymconsultant. Consultant. So any comments, any questions you have, any topics you would like to have covered here on the channel, you know, please feel free to reach out, let me know, and uh, perhaps we'll be talking about your topic on that next video. Now, our topic for you today is pretty straightforward. It's pretty simple. How to become a better gym salesperson. You know, most gym salespeople, they want to become a better gym salesperson. And most most club managers, they want you to become that too. So I want to talk about some simple things that you can do uh, now to become a better gym salesperson. And so number one, shadow your peers. Shadow your peers. You know, if you can, inside your existing gym, you know, kind of use the buddy system, team up with someone who is really good at this and how are they doing this okay and and follow them for a complete day and see see what they're do, doing you know role play have other reps you know role play and they take you through and you give objections and you offer up challenges on different things you can you can do Also, seek out folks in other industries, okay, that they could be selling other things. They could be in the cryotherapy business. They could be in the martial arts business. They could be in the dance studio business. They could be in the the baseball business. There's, you know, so many similarities on, on these services and how it's done. You know, talk to these folks. You know, one of the things that I used to do as a gym owner, I did it all the time, Is I called up owners all across the country. I'd start, you know, talking and listening, and hey, who's doing what, and who's really good at this, and who's really good at this, and I'd call them up, and I'd start asking questions, and before you know it, I was flying out, and I'm spending a week with them, and I'd gather that information, and I'd bring it back, and I'd put it into my clubs. Okay, so you know, you want to you know shadow your peers, you know, talk to them, get involved, know what they're doing. Okay, learn from them. Number two, you know, practice your people skills, practice your people skills. I'm going to give you just one tip on this one. Okay. When it comes to people, there's a lot of things you can do here, right? But when it comes to people skills, choose to be accountable. Mary, I understand I accept full responsibility make that the first thing that we do because when we accept full responsibility it, it begins to draw people into us because too often whether it's from an administrative side a sales side a management side is there's too much of a tendency to make the customer wrong okay or to prove them wrong mary i understand i accept full responsibility we should be giving you better service than that or if it's um You know, you're calling them up. I mean, I've called folks up that, you know, they've contacted me. They want help, and maybe it's been difficult getting a hold with them, and I'll call them up, and I catch them at the wrong time, and they are not happy that I called and I interrupted something really important. Mary, I understand. I accept full responsibility. And in many cases, it can kind of totally diffuse things. And I know I've had situations where that happened. And we've continued the conversation. Before you know it, we come to an agreement. And we're getting ready to move forward. Okay, But it all had to do with the people skills. Mary, I understand. We should be giving you better service than that. Or Mary, I understand. I accept full responsibility okay try that okay it's not as easy as it might sound okay because you know most folks I know I didn't learn that you know kinda starting out and that's something I had to kinda learn as well but accept full responsibility Uh, number three you know be a team player you know what's best for the team what's best for the team you know one of the the job descriptions that I give everybody no matter who they are is protect the investment what is the best thing for this investment. What is the best thing for me to do? You know, be a team player. We're not looking for these outliers and these individuals kind of doing our own thing. You know, be a team player over here. You know, be transparent, be open. You know, be willing to help other people. You know, the, the information that you get that makes you better, you know, be willing to pay those kind of things forward. But you know, be a total team player in the in the, in the mix of this. And it will make you a better gym salesperson. You you'll what you'll find is that more people are willing to refer, more people are going to be willing to help you, and it'll it'll exponentially help grow your business. Um, Number four, this one's a little more difficult, I think, for a lot of folks, but know when to walk away. But I've seen folks follow up as a a salesperson. They follow up on leads that, I mean, the, the person's unemployed. And it doesn't mean we're going to prejudge, but just know that, you know, that may not, that, that may not require the same effort as someone over here who's, who's fully employed and, you know, things are, are, are going well. You know, someone who's unemployed or doesn't have the money or it's a unique financial situation, you know, it's, just know there's a time to walk away. And it doesn't mean you give up on the person in terms of trying to solve the problem. You might offer them a free month okay you might continue to do some phone coaching with them to help nurture them to help maintain interest and desire so now when they get more back on their feet financially you know they're ready willing and able to consider you okay but know when to walk away from this stuff I mean I know I see some folks they'll follow up on the same leads just over and over and over and over and again I, I encourage that we don't really want to throw leads away but we need to uh, move them down to the lower end where on that colder list, they're not being called quite as much. And even sometimes, you know, in signing people up, I, I would venture to say you don't want everybody to be a member, okay? Some folks can be disruptive because if, if you find yourself having to give so much disproportionately to one person compared to everybody else, that may not be a person that you want in there. OK, so you'll know when to walk away. It, it can mean a lot of different things. And again, what, here's what it doesn't mean. Make sure I'm clear on this. It doesn't mean we're prejudging. OK, it doesn't mean we're saying, oh, well, they can't afford it. They're not going to do it. OK, it doesn't mean we're doing that. OK, because we're still going to follow up with those folks. We're still going to nurture those folks. We're still going to solve their problems because at some point that situation is going to change. But we need to make sure we're bringing in enough leads where that doesn't happen, right? Um, Number five, shouldn't even have to say this, but be honest, be honest, okay? Um, Don't hide the fact that you have to give 30 day notice. Don't hide the fact that you're on a contract. Don't hide the fact that you have an annual fee that has to be paid. Don't hide the fact that annual fee is gonna be debited in 90 days. Okay, you know, be honest and open, be very transparent with folks, okay? There's simply no other way, okay, to do it. Uh, Number six, always look to solve problems for your customer, okay? That really is the core definition of this. And you know, one of the things that gets salespeople in trouble, there's a tendency to default this to features and they'll default it to, um, to money, okay? always be solving problems. What problem do they want solved? They want to lose 20 pounds, great, why? You know, if it's a corporate account, they're considering a corporate account, you know, they like the idea of their employees being more involved and working out together, okay, great, why? You know, how's that gonna change things for you if we're able to do that? You know, solve. be focused on solving problems across the board for folks. And it can change things. I mean, even going back to, you know, kind of knowing when to walk away and kind of thinking about that for a second, maybe someone who is looking for a job, you know, maybe, the reason to join the gym is you can help solve the problem because this is a great networking opportunity. Okay. So you can segue it back into that sometimes. Number seven, roll with rejection. Just roll with it. Roll with rejection. You're going to get it. It's part of it. As a matter of fact, if you're not getting it, you're not doing enough okay if you're not getting rejection you're not doing enough outreach you're not doing enough prospecting you're not doing enough marketing Um, you're not asking enough people to buy okay if you're not getting rejection you're not doing enough so use that as the barometer and how you test this thing out but just roll with it know that it's common it's ordinary it's expected if you're not getting it you're not pushing hard enough it's really as simple as that now one of the things that I have learned on the rejection thing that can really make a big difference. Make sure your pipeline's always full because the folks that I see that have the most difficult time with rejection, they have nobody else to talk to. I have no more leads to call, I have no more appointments, my pipelines run dry. Make sure you're keeping this pipeline full because if I miss that big sale or that big corporate deal doesn't go through like I thought it would, I've got six or seven other things I'm working on over here, you know, the impact of that rejection is not near as high. Okay, so roll with it and understand, keep that pipeline full. And then number eight, always, always, always ask for referrals. This is one of the simplest and easiest things out there. I mean, statistics are presented to us on a pretty regular basis that say 90% of all consumers would offer a referral if they were asked. Yet in that same statistical study, only 11% of salespeople will actually do it, okay? It's a great source. You can take that current sale and turn it into another one. If you're a gym owner, what's this gonna do? It's gonna cut your acquisition cost in half. If you're a salesperson, it's gonna double your production. It's gonna double your business, okay? Always ask, and what do you have to know when you're asking for a referral? How does this help your customer? Don't ask them for someone who wants to join. That's one of the big mistakes. Doesn't mean you can't have incentives for that but just invite your friends in. And how does that help? Hey, you get a workout partner, you know, it's more fun, you push yourself harder, you come in more frequently, you get your results quicker. That's solving lots of problems right there. Okay, so take a look at these. There's uh, eight tips on how to become a better gym salesperson. Which ones can you work on, just improving on one? could significantly improve your sales production. So folks, if you find the information that I provide beneficial, if you like this, hit that like button, and as always, please hit that subscribe button if you've not yet done so. Uh, Again, my name's Jim Thomas. I look forward to seeing everybody on that next video.